whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Mojo Sports one-on-one series where we dial into our featured guests, share their stories, and inspire others to achieve the impossible. I'm Stacey, and this week we're chatting all things women football. And when I say football, in Australia, it means many things. But today, I'm so stoked to be talking about my favourite form of footy, American football, or gridiron like we call it in Australia. Do you know, a week ago, SFU's football, Christy Elliott made it history as the first Canadian female to score in an NCAA college football game. Now, SFU were taking on Oregon's Linfield University. Christy stepped up onto the field near the end of the first half to kick the extra point after a touchdown. And while SFU didn't get the win, unfortunately, it was still a momentous occasion for women in football. Today, we've got Christy on the podcast to chat about all that moment and the future of women in college football. Welcome, Christy, to the Mojo Sports Podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here to talk about my journey with you guys. Yes, sweet. So I guess before we jump into talking about that moment on the field, let's give our listeners a little bit of a rundown about you and your journey to earn that kicker position. So this is your third year on the team. And now that you've won that scholarship and that starting position, what was the first couple of years like for you? Yeah, so I'll give you some background because it's kind of an interesting story. So uh, prior to my first year on the team, I never kicked a football in my life. Um, And I was actually a hurdler on the track team at SFU. I did 100 meters and 400 meter hurdles. um, And I never in a million years imagined myself playing men's football at such a high level like I am today. Um, So it basically all started um, in 2019 when I had a bet with a football player that I could kick a 40 yard field goal. Um, I had soccer background. I played soccer for 12 years and they called me thumper because I'd take all the kicks. Um, and I ended up kicking the 40, just like after track practice. And I was like, Hey, like I got it. So like I sent the video to the, uh, to the guy that I had the bet with. And he was like, wow, like that was pretty impressive. I was kind of like, okay, like very flattered. Like, that's nice. So I was like, can I have my $40? Right. <laughs> and like end of it, you know, some Starbucks money needed it. Um, and then the video got sent to, I guess the football team group chat and to the coach and stuff and the coach, um, the guy, like some of my friends were on the football team at the time. Um, so they were like reaching out saying like jokingly, like, Oh, you should come play. Like this would be really cool. And I'm just thinking like, I don't know anything about football. Like you don't want me to play football. Like I I've kicked the ball once. Like, wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just kind of like cool. Like it's nice that people were like noticing me, but like, now, nah, like that's not for me. Um, and then I got in contact with the coach. My roommate actually um, sent an email um, in my name saying that I wanted to talk to him. And, but like, I was like, okay, like might as well. Cause it, he saw the video and he was like, oh, this is like pretty cool. So like, I was like, okay, like, let's just see what he has to say. Um, so I went to his office and we were talking and he was like, what do you want out of this? Like you have like a really good leg. Like I think if you like put some time and effort to it, you could be very successful. And I was thinking like, same thing. 
coach, I don't know anything about football. Like I've never even watched a full game before. So like, I don't think you want me to be playing on your team. <laughs> like, oh, thank you. Um, but then he was like, you should think about it. Talk to your friends, talk to your parents. Like, I think if you like got a coach over the summer and like put some effort um, into training, you could be really good. So I talked to my parents. My dad said, no, that's a really bad idea. Christy, you're going to get hurt. Um, stick with track. Um, and my mom was like, oh, like that's so cool. Like, that's really nice of them. Um, and I was thinking like, okay, like might as well just go to the training camp in August um, and see if I like it. If I don't like it, then at least I went out there and tried. It's a cool opportunity. I would regret it if I didn't just go out there and give it a shot, right? Um, so I went to the training camp and it was terrifying. Uh, like the first, the first legit, the first thing we had was a team meeting. I walked in, everyone's head just like turned. I was like staring at me. Right. And like half the team thought I was like the trainer. I got like asked if I was like one of the guy's girlfriends. I was like, no, like I'm here to kick footballs. (laughs) Um, so that was really interesting, um, time there. And then training camp went really well. I enjoyed myself. So I decided to stick to it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, that's such a classic, like Canadian reaction, right? From your mom's like, Oh, that's really nice. (laughs) Cool. And like, you know, for anyone that doesn't know you, uh, you know, uh, SFU have, they've only recently been brought into the NCAA, right? Yeah. I think it's been like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of crazy. And and did your journey start before Sarah Fuller's? Yes, it did. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 2019. Because I think I think Sarah was Sarah. Did she? Um, she was. She's a soccer player, right? And she just played for a couple games. Yeah. Yeah. So it was obviously during the COVID situation, and uh, they needed a kicker, so they just grabbed Sarah from uh, from the soccer team. and was like, hey, come. I was, I was, I was before her then. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And um, I mean, it's all about trusting the process, right? So going through training camp and all that sort of stuff, like, were there any moments where it was just like, oh my God, I can't do this? Like, or did, was you always like, yeah, man, I, this is, this is simple. It's just kicking a ball. No, uh, I like, like how you said that. Yeah. My, my special teams coordinator at the time, he's now the head coach of the team from the very beginning, trust the process, Christy, trust the process. It's not easy you're not going to be kicking 40 yard field goals in front of everyone like soon. Like it could be a couple of years, like you never know. Right. Um, and I was kind of like, okay, like we'll see how this goes. Like I had no idea, like if I was going to be playing that, like, what would be happening? There's other like kickers on the team. Um, but I did trust the process. I listened to him. Like um, he was super supportive. I would go to his office for like coffee and we'd have like therapy sessions. Right. Just so like as very, very good support system. But um, yeah, like even to this day, like there's still like doubt in my mind. Like, can I actually do this? Like kicking too is like such a mental game and like, it's hard. It's difficult, especially with like, I think there's like 94 guys in my team and like a male coaching staff of like 12. So there's like, a lot of testosterone and like some days I'm out there, like having a blast, just loving it. And like some days, like I don't even want to go to practice just cause it's like, it's so like practice. Like now it's only like, a couple hours every day but like it's just so mentally exhausting just to be like out on the field like 
there's like no girls around no one I can really talk to especially like with being a kicker too like you're kind of like on your own most of the practice so it's like this is difficult but it's honestly made me like a stronger person and a more confident person um so I'm very glad that I just like pushed through those hard times to be where I am today now, like, I had the pleasure of spending some time at SFU for the 2017 Women's World Cup, and I love the facilities there, but I totally get what you mean by being off on your own. You know, I, I was there as a support staff doing a lot of the film analysis and stuff, and uh, I was up the end with our kicker, and, you know, she would kick 100 balls, you know, every session, and every now and then would be like, kicker, kicker, and she'd go run it over, make a kick, and if it didn't go well, like, you could just feel that, you know, that frustration, and, and it's it's such a hard job. Like, kickers are people too, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, like, yeah, like, at practice too, we have, like, three different special teams periods, and it's five-minute period for field goal. So, like, five minutes is not a lot of time. So, like, at practice, I do my own thing. I'm going in there. I'm by myself using my tee, like kicking, like making all of them like super, super good. Right. And then it's like, you get put into like a pressure, high pressure situation. And it's like, you just shank the ball. It's like, are you joking? It's like, it's frustrating. It's like, you know, you can do it. And like, you I've now been like kicking balls for like three years now. It's like, even like a couple of weeks, I think the last week, literally I'm at practice. Great practice. We go in for one PAT I just like needed the ball is boom. I was like, what was that? And the thing is, is like, everyone's like looking at you. It's like, like it's, it is really hard to kick the ball. It's, like so it's much. the epitome of, of you have one job, right? Yeah. So what I do now too, like after practice, sometimes I get like some of my guys in the team to just to try to kick the ball that like, they, they want to. Right. And like some of the linebackers come up there and just to try it or whatever. And it's like, they kick it and they just shank it like worse than like, like so bad. And they're like, okay, Christy, like, it's not as easy as it seems, right? Like, now, like, imagine if there's a rush on you and all these people. It's 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 hard. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, you know, the success of football in general relies solely on your teammates, right? So it's not just you that has to make the kick. It's the holder that gets the right hold. It's the snapper that gets the right snap. It's, you know, those blockers that stop that edge rush. Like, what's been the scariest moment so far? Have you ever been, like, like rushed up on? My, my scariest, I guess, cause like I, so my first year, um, I didn't play at all. I redshirted. I just, I just wanted to get the feeling of the football and learn the plays, learn everything about football, get comfortable with my team, confident in myself. Right. Um, and then second year it was COVID. So since we're the only school in Canada, we couldn't travel to the States. So I feel like that was a really good year for me just to gain my confidence and get better as a player. Um, so I was able to come into this past training camp with a lot of confidence and ended up like now I'm starting. Right. So that, that was really good. So I played my, our first game was um, in Idaho two weeks ago, um, or I guess, yeah, two weeks ago. Um, and our team, I didn't get the opportunity to take any field goals because it was just not a good game for us. So I, we didn't get past the point I could kick. So, um, so last week was my first actual like game playing, um, which you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, uh, in, uh, Oregon. Um, and I was super confident going like ready to go on the sidelines. I'm like, okay, it's like my time to go in there and play football. I've been training for three years. It's my time to shine. Um, and I was a little bit nervous, but I was more just excited to go out there. Uh, and then when they called, 
the first the first kick I actually went in for, I was like just like doing my own thing in the back, like just like not like in the play or anything, just like chilling. And then I heard field goal, field goal, and like my heart just dropped. And it was a forty yard field goal, and I was thinking, are you serious? Like they're putting me in for this? Because just because like I was like thinking like my coach would like put me in for a PAT just to warm me up, get nice and easy. Nope. 40 yard field goal from left hash or something like that. I, it was so bad. It was so bad because just because like, I don't know. Cause like, obviously like you should be like, Oh, it's just like practice. And like, that's what my coach always said. Just like go out there. Like it's practice. All of my rushes at practice. I do well, perform well. But this is a whole different experience, especially if you haven't experienced it before. So, like, I'm, like, running in, like, going in there, like, freaking out, looking for my spot. Like, I see my holder. He, like, gives me, like, the wink and stuff for you to go. And I'm just thinking, like, this is not going to go well. And, like, just by thinking that, it's not going to go well, right? Like, you can't have that mindset going into a kick. Um, So, like, this is not good. And, like, I just remember, like, I think I just, like, I closed my eyes. I just kind of just, like... And it was so bad. Like Where I, did it go? I, Where did it go? Oh, it went. It went to the left, kind of close. Uh, it was close. Yeah. It was close, but like I was freaking out. Like I think I almost peed myself. I was so nervous, and I think that's just like. And then after, like obviously, I ran off the field. Like I was very upset, and I confidence was like very low, just because. Like, are you joking? Like this just happened in front of so many people. Um, but my teammates were obviously like, forget about it. One rep memory, like you got this, you're going to go in again. My coach was like, you got the first one over with brush it off. Right. The first one's always the hardest. So the K true, like, I know what it feels like. I wasn't close to getting blocked at all. So just like go out there and do what you know what to do. Right. So, you know, knowing that you were never in danger of being blocked gives you that that little bit more of breathing room when you're mentally trying to prepare and line up. So like having having that protection around you just gives you that such sense of safety and to come off the field and be able to go back on and and shake that memory, because that's what football is about. Right. It's about the next play. It's always about the next play. Um, But like and how how are the guys like? Uh, around that like were they they were all supportive of you yeah after I missed yeah 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 of course like they're hugging me like don't worry like hitting my head like you got this like forget about it like you're gonna go in again you you'll you'll kill it so um so yeah at the end of the second quarter I did get the opportunity to go in um and I was still really nervous because I still like felt like I had a lot to prove just to myself like yeah I'm on the field I'm playing, but I felt like the scoring part, getting the points was like the extra pressure, right? Like, yeah, yeah I should be, I, yeah, I should be proud of myself just because I made it this far, but like I hold myself to a very high standard and I'm like just being out here is not enough for me. Like I want to be an asset to my team and score points, right? Yeah. So I go up there and it, it, nerves are nerves are in, but they're not as bad as the first time. And I'm like, okay, like Christy, like, I always call myself a beast. So I just like try to hype myself up in my head. Like you're a beast. You got this. You got this. So then I go in and I pretty sure I, like, I don't even remember again. I think I closed my eyes again. Just cause I don't know. I was so, I, I was nervous. Um, but yeah, it wasn't the best kick, like, but it went through. Um, and like, after like it went through, like 
I was like, my hunter, did it go through? Did it go through? And he's like, Christy, you did it. I'm like, yes. And I like run off the field. I start to cry. I'm very emotional. Oh, no. but I'm just, I'm just crying. Just cause like, it was such a like big relief, like a weight off my chest. It's like, holy moly. Like finally, like I've been training so hard and working my butt off for this moment. And I finally just like embraced the opportunity and I did it. Right. So, and obviously all the boys in the team were like, so so supportive and like hugging me and like you got this like congratulations like there's money more to come and I'm like yes there is this is like just the start right so it was an awesome experience super exciting so like how what's an average day training and studying do you look like yeah so I guess our school just started um but so we have to take minimum of 12 credits so that's four courses a semester and like SFU is like not an easy school like half our team is from the states and like when they come here they're like very surprised on like how difficult the academics are here um and like you need to maintain like a GPA of 2.0 or be on an athletic team which is not that's not difficult for some people it is but like that's like a C average right um so I guess for me right now, I have two classes that are in person and then two of them are online. Um, so I don't necessarily find school that difficult right now just because I I know how to get through it. I know how to like plan things out um, accordingly. Um, and then we have lift, weightlifting in the mornings. Um, I lift on Tuesday and Thursday mornings and like the travel squad, which I'm on, we lift together. And then the non-travelers lift on other days. So we lift, we lift Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then we have practice Monday through Thursday um, in the afternoons for two hours. Um, because on on Friday mornings, we usually leave for traveling. So like we've been leaving at like four in the morning on the buses to go to the airport. And then after we get to our destination, we do like a, a walkthrough practice at the location to get ready for a game on Saturday. And and that's then, a, such an important part of the game too is that warm-up pre-practice, like get in touch with your surroundings and especially for a kicker that's like basing their whole performance on where they need to hit their spots on the field, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's, yeah. So that's a, very beneficial for me, just like those walkthroughs to get like, yeah, like to get in touch with the, the field and like figure out the wind. And like our first game too was like in the Kiwi Dome, which is like an indoor dome which is really cool because then I was doing warm up. There's no, there's no wind in there. So my balls were flying very nicely. And then compared to like, like last night we had our, uh, our first home game um, and it was pouring rain. Like there's thunder and lightning. We had to go into actually the game had to get postponed because it was just so bad out there. And I'm just thinking like, Holy moly, like wind, why are you doing this to me? It's like going everywhere. I'm like, so it's hard to like adjust, adjust to that and stuff. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. And, you know, obviously we're seeing more and more women and girls playing football across the world, right? It, it's not just the US, it's not just Canada. You know, we're in Australia, we've got girls over in New Zealand, we've got girls over in Europe, you know, it's it's starting to take over the world. And, you know, from what seemed like an impossible feat only a couple of years ago, we're now starting to see these young girls picking up the sport and starting in other positions aside from like that kicker role, which is super awesome. So, like, who did you sort of look up to and, and look to when you were starting your football journey? I actually did not really have anyone I looked up to. I I 
like I said, I was very unfamiliar with the, with the sport and I didn't actually recognize how many females were in the football world. Right. Like I knew there was like, um, another girl, I forget her name, but she, she played div three football and she's like the first, first American girl to get a scholarship after her name. But like, I knew that she played football. Um, and I was like kind of looking at her and stuff. She was a kicker as well. But like, other than that, like, I didn't like realize how like many people did play football. Cause like in, from like, I'm from Vancouver, BC in Canada. So like here there was no, I would have never got the opportunity to play football growing up. So like, like, like you said, um, how, how you just said there's like so many women playing football around the world like I I didn't know that until very recently to be honest just because not not exposed to this over here yeah exactly and and you know that's you know I've been playing for the better part of a decade now and uh you know I've just seen the community grow and grow and grow and grow and it's finally so good that you know we're able to talk to each other about our experiences through football and uh you know I guess the question would be, do you reckon you could see yourself playing any other position? Like, have you ever, like, stepped off the field and gone, yeah, man, I, I could totally be a linebacker? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, okay. I would I would consider myself, okay, I'm very strong, uh, like, physically like and mentally, but, like, not strong physically enough to get, like, like I, I'd be too scared. Like, to be honest, like, they put me in tackling drills during training camp just to see if I could, like, just in case, like, during kickoff, I'm going to have to tackle someone. I get put in, and I'm just, like, trying to hit the the circle um, thing. You know what I'm talking about? What's it called? Yep. yep. The tackle ring. Right? And I got severe whiplash. Oh, no. Right? Because my neck, I've never endured any of this kind of, like, movement in my neck. So I was out for a week, and I was like, okay, like, I don't know if I could do this. Or, like, I was like, I told one of the uh, D, uh, D linemen to, like, you're teaching me how to hit, like, hit me at, like, 0.5% of, like, your max. Like, make it, like, very, very small. And, like, he hit me gently, and it hurt. And I was, like, he was, like, I was, like, why did you hit me so hard? He's, like, Christy, that was literally nothing. I was, like, okay, well, hopefully I don't have to get hit because that's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah, like, when I'm watching the guys, like, practicing, be like, oh, that'd be cool if I could go out there and, like, run because I used to do track and, like, be, like, a receiver and catch the ball and stuff. But, I like my kicking spot. I'll keep it. <laughs> Dude, you're like, you know, your your background in track and field really opens you up to some like some pretty sick trick plays that could come out of come out of we this have, whole thing, right? You do have a couple trick plays uh, <laughs> actually, but uh, I don't know if they're gonna put. There's like there's another uh, two other kickers as well, so I, I think they'd put uh, another one of the kickers in for the trick play just so I don't get bombarded and pancaked, right? pancake love it and and only footballers understand that term you know for anyone who's listening out there that doesn't understand that term that's literally where you get put on your ass like a stack of pancakes right yep. and it's not a fun <laughs> feeling you know if it happens to you once you go man I don't want that to happen again um but yeah that's that's super fun but I guess like what are your goals you know for this upcoming season and beyond beyond your college career like what what do you guys what do you want to do um well for for my football um, I don't really have any long-term goals because I have no idea. Like, obviously, I, I don't have. I have no idea what my future holds for football. But I just want to keep on going out there every weekend and giving my best effort, getting better, competing with my the two other kickers to stay on top, um, and just 
I just want to enjoy myself and go out there and have fun, right? Like I've only played now two games and my goal is just to go out there every single week and get more points with the team, right? That's that's like obviously the best th- best possible scenario. Um, so that's like my football goal. Uh, and then I've also been doing a lot of motivational speaking and like started doing that, which is like before like public speaking scared me, but now like that I'm talking about myself and my story. Um, I find it so easy. So like I've been doing talking to like uh, younger football teams and like soccer teams about just like my story and the benefits of like multi-sports and like all that kind of stuff. So like, that's really interesting. So I want to get into that um, field. And then with my degree, I'm majoring in psych and minoring in human development and counseling. So I want to get into sports psychology. Um, and just, I feel like I have the up hand on that as I am a kicker. So I want to use what I've learned and like the mental aspect of the game to help other athletes in their sports. So that's my academic goal. Another question that I've got for you today goes out to the entire football community. So across the world, football's changing lives. And uh, like I said, I've been playing for the better part of a decade and and I can definitely say that it changed my life um, from a mental standpoint, like you've talked about, um, to the point of, you know, my family is based around football and, uh, you know, football's a family that you choose. So I guess, tell me what's the advice that you're giving any of these girls who are looking to to step into a male-dominated industry or a male-dominated sport? Yeah, I guess the advice that I would give them is, like, just go for it. I know it's a very basic advice, but you, you just have to. Like, it is very scary and intimidating, and you might want to quit and give up. But honestly, just go for it, because if you don't, you're, you're going to regret it, like, when I was having mixed uh, mixed feelings about it, I was like stressed and didn't want to do it. But I'm thinking like looking back on it, like I'm so proud of myself because I did step out of my comfort zone. And like you, ha- in order to be successful, you need to step out of your comfort zone, right? So that's what I did. And like looking back on it, I'm like, I'm so happy that I went through all that stress and all that those hard challenges to get to where I am now. So yeah, just go for it. And the, the, the possibility for young females are endless, right? So Especially now, especially now. And it, it's, it's so, so rewarding to see, you know, just girls coming out of themselves and just discovering things about themselves through football. It's, it's such a rewarding thing, definitely. And, um, you know, for any girls out there looking to pick up the sport, there's opportunities available across the world from, you know, local Australian leagues where we are now to semi-pro leagues over in the US and Canada. And even more exciting, I guess, is the college pathway for girls uh, in the NAIA with non-contact flag, with scholarships and the Olympics even coming up as a demonstration sport. So it's just a super exciting time for women to be involved in, in football. And I guess, you know, on that note, given the time difference in your busy schedule, you know, we at Mojo Sports want to congratulate you on getting that first point on the board and uh, we're going to be following your progress throughout the season and beyond. And you know, I wanted to say thank you so much for joining me today and, and hope that to get back over there to see you guys because I love Canada um, and see you guys in action definitely soon. Thank you. Yeah, we actually just got our new stadium built. So I guess you, you wouldn't have seen that. It was just like a hill a couple of years ago when you were over there. Yeah, now we have a huge new stadium. So it's like, it's beautiful. Yeah, but thank you for having me. It was awesome to chat with you. Um, and I'm excited to excited for the football future for females and for me. So that's awesome. 
Yeah, awesome. And, uh, you know, as usual, our listeners, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, make sure to download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're on all platforms. Give us a share with your family and friends. That really helps us here at the network. We're trying to build something a little bit different and your support is greatly appreciated. You can find us on all the socials. Leave a review if you want to hear more amazing stories from women in sport around the globe. Until next time, I'm Stacey Spear and this is Mojo Sports. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.